Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite TV shows. We are an inclusive recap show. Yo, 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 it's the Bomb Nerds. I need the G's, a.k.a. Watch the Leave, and I'm here, my boy, yes. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I have a special guest with you today. Welcome to the podcast, Gotham Geek Girl, a.k.a. Nadia. How are you? What's up? What's up? Did you notice that you're in our intro? No. <laughs> you didn't notice that you were in the last picture. <laughs> it was from when we went to go see Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah, that was such a fun time. <laughs> that was such a fun time. So for those of you that don't know, uh, I run into Nadia quite a bit. Every time there's like a red carpet event or a promo, we run into each other. We became pretty good friends. And she invited me out to so many events like Brooklyn Comic Con and so many other places. She is in touch. She knows a lot of people. She's a big deal. So thank you for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having me. Excited. I know. I've been wanting to have you on our podcast for a long time. I've just been waiting for the right opportunity and the right show to come along so we can talk about it. What are your thoughts about Echo? So, jump right into it. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll just do an overall thoughts and then we'll get into it and do recaps. I was like pretty excited um, at first because Marvel kind of like gaslit us into thinking it's gonna be super dark put on the mature rating and like i am a huge fan of the netflix series um if you follow me i talk a lot of shit (laughs) i am not the biggest fan of a lot of the disney plus series i feel like they're rushed they're i always say like the episode count is horrible it's not enough time to narratively tell a real story yeah and just overall the overall tone it's a lot lighter than i prefer so when they announced the Echo Show, I was already excited because I'm already a fan of the character. Yeah. Um, I I really love like Daredevil and like a lot of the street level like themes. And going into the series, I was pretty excited. Um, aside from Hawkeye, because that's another story that was like her introduction. I yeah. can go on a whole rant about how I dislike Hawkeye. <laughs> but um, oh, you're on the same page as me then. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am not a fan of Hawkeye. So I was really hoping that this series would do her a little more justice. Um, I got the review screener for the first three episodes going in. I was super excited. I actually really enjoyed the first three so far. But I basically said at the end of that review, I was like, there's going to be a big issue because there's only two episodes left. Instead of six episodes, it was five, which is way worse because six was already terrible. 
Yeah. So I'm like two episodes left. We have no plot. There is no story. There is nothing like that. Nothing, nothing further to tell. And I don't know. It was, I, I wanted so badly to love it. I still like it more than some other Disney plus series. Yeah. But overall, I think Disney needs to have a serious meeting, stop putting out content and get their shit together. Yeah, I am actually very happy that they dropped all five episodes at once because I don't think I would have liked the show as much if I had to wait week for week for each episode because there were a few episodes and there were like almost nothing happened. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, where's the plot going? What's happening here? Um, like even when I was writing my notes, I'm just like, oh, that's all that happened in this episode. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Out. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad they dropped all of them on in one season because as a binge, it wasn't too bad. Uh, as a week-to-week show, I could see people having issues with it because you go like two weeks with nothing happening. You're like, okay, where is the show going? This feels exactly. like Secret Invasion already now, right? Exactly. So that's exact. That's why I think they did one good thing. But I agree, the five episode is a horrible thing. Like six episode was bad, and it's not just like Marvel, Star Wars uh, shows that do that too. Also have the same issues, like Obi Wan Kenobi. Everyone's like nothing's happened in like the first three episodes like where how are they going to wrap all this up and then 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 when they do it feels rushed so i totally get where where you're coming from uh i'm pretty much on the same boat with you there are things that i really really loved about this show i love the cultural aspect of it i thought it was really cool i got to learn a lot uh i love meeting her family the power change i'm a little mixed on uh because i i really do love like superheroes without powers like it just gives you like more to root for you're like like even daredevil who has powers but he's like this ground level hero who doesn't have like a big superpower all his two his superpowers are like the equivalent of captain america like all his senses are like enhanced a little bit and he's just not as strong so like i i i dig that and i don't know if this character needed it but the way they handle it, I was like, okay, I get it. Because it also explained why her name is Echo, which I really loved. And I was like, not since Kamala Khan, where like, I was like, oh, that name actually means something to the character. I was like, I like the fact that they did that. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but I don't know. How do you like the character Echo compared to the comics? So I think Alakwa Cox was amazing casting. She is phenomenal. Like she's actually deaf um, in real life. And a lot of the cast had to learn how to speak um, with ASL. Um, I hope I said that correctly, Um, but had to learn how to speak with her. And I really appreciate like the effort that she put into this character. Like not only her ethnic background, she actually comes from indigenous background. And she she gave it her all. Like she was a yeah. badass, and I really enjoy like her fight sequences. Um, so I'll go back a little bit into Hawkeye. Sure. Uh, I had a lot of issues with Hawkeye, aside from pacing, aside from uh, how they presented some of their characters, mainly Kingpin. Bullshit. That was not the Kingpin we saw in Daredevil. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> he was getting his ass rocked by a kid that took karate class. No. <laughs> but aside from that, um had a lot of issues with the way they displayed um uh Kazi the clown he yeah. was kind of like echoes like uh echo and kingpin's like henchmen yeah um in the comics he's kind of like equivalent to like the joker or deadshot oh. and he was a cornball in hawkeye so i i was already annoyed with that yeah um so going into it a lot of people didn't really get to see a side of echo that i would have liked because most people that aren't familiar with the comics 
we're like, oh, she's boring. Why would I watch her series? Yeah. So I kind of wish Hawkeye had more episodes and did a little more to establish these characters. Yeah. Another thing that Hawkeye was a missed opportunity was Echo's the original Ronin. Before Clint, Maya Lopez is Ronin. Yeah. So that was pretty annoying to me that they completely dropped the ball on that. And then they made it that she thinks Clint killed her father instead of Matt. In the comic, Matt um, is framed to have killed her father. Yeah. So they completely changed that. I didn't, they didn't bother me too much. I was like, maybe they'll tie in Daredevil a different way. Yeah. Um, her and Matt date in the comics. Maybe they'll throw that in later. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Overall, for me, I think they could have done a better job. Yeah. Who hasn't Matt dated in the comic? <laughs> yeah, he swings. He's like Bruce Wayne. He swings. <laughs> I know. It's a bit of a slut. <laughs> I love the fact that he doesn't let his disability <laughs> prevent him from getting some getting some ass. <laughs> I yeah. respect that. He's with a married woman, so he gets I know. around. <laughs> he, he does get around. Uh, MGF is in the comments. He says, uh, I kind of felt that Hawkeye once Elena showed up, took away Echo's momentum. I kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. Elena did show up. Although I do think that the story left room for Maya to become the Ronin in the future. Yeah, we we could see that. I I wouldn't be surprised if we get to see that. I I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I really liked seeing Maya. Also, this first episode had like half of Hawkeye in it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like I was like, all right, we we've seen all this. You, you're just wasting time that you need because you only have five episodes, and you're using like 15 minutes of it to give us Hawkeye. The only benefit to that is people like may not have to watch Hawkeye. I still recommend watching it first. Yeah. But like it gave enough where you don't have to have to watch it. Yeah. But at the same time, like we said, five episodes, you need to get, you know, some solid story in there. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a little clicking sound. I don't know if it's you tapping something or I just want to just make you aware of it. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I think it's from you. I don't hear <laughs> it on my end. Oh, okay. I just hear like a, uh, a tapping, but it's gone oh. now. It might just be your wire hitting your, or your microphone maybe. Yeah, that might be better. All right, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's talk about, let's start recapping this because a lot of stuff happened and it's kind of really cool. Uh, his daredevil powers helped Matt constantly find the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, MTF, that's enough comments from you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I love the way that it begins with uh, the people in her culture and her ancestors and how they come out with the clay. And I've been told that that's like actual belief that they have which is really cool i love the fact that they got to bring in actual uh cultural stuff from from like their culture that's real and make it relevant to the plot i thought that was really really cool and then they show maya as a kid i gotta say the person they got to cast maya as a kid looks just like her so that's her cousin oh that makes that's her cousin it makes so much sense i was like she looks exactly like her She's, she's a good little actress. Exactly she does like such her. a good job. <laughs> there, there's one scene where I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, I love this little girl. <laughs> and <laughs> the scene where she kicks the ice cream man. It's so it was perfect. Funny. Oh man. So I really, really like that. So the movie starts off or the show starts off. Uh, that's one of the things I don't like about the five episodes. It's like a movie cut in pieces. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like a TV show. Whereas like, the MCU in Netflix actually felt like TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like every episode had a cliffhanger or something happening that you were happy or excited to see the next episode. And I don't think we've had that since WandaVision. I think WandaVision is the only one where it kind of felt like that a little bit, but we really haven't had that. Um, all right. So they go to get Coco and they have an accident and the mom dies, and we find out how Maya lost her leg. It was in this accident. 
So she wakes up and then her grandma's pissed because the dad's like shenanigans or dealings were the reasons that they killed her mom. So because of that, he ends up working for the Kingpin in New York. So they kind of leave. Her best friend was her cousin, Bonnie. Uh, they separate. Uh, Bonnie grows up and she's actually played by the woman who voiced Kahori in the What If episode, which is that super I did cool. not know. Yeah, I was like, That's awesome. I, Bonnie is the same person. That's so cool. So we have a real life version of her in the MCU. Uh, maybe we get to see Bonnie suit up as Kahori in a secret invasion or something. I don't know. That mm-hmm. would be really cool. Secret Wars, actually. Um, but yeah, that would be really, really cool. Uh, and then they go into the scene about Hawkeye and they show how his father died and then Kingpin takes her in. What are your thoughts about how they're setting up the show? Um, like I said, in terms of like some of the comic changes, yeah. Um, going into this, I had to kind of take my comic like bias away. Like that's not accurate. Yeah. And like kind of be like, all right, I could kind of see what they're doing and, one of the things I appreciated is, is that she still felt kind of um, like it showed like appreciation for her character, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, even though they made some additional changes, because in the comics, she's a little bit more like a taskmaster. Yeah, she, she's like taskmaster. Yeah, you're right. That's she exactly kind of basically can like read lips and um, can like, like emulate what she sees. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, they kind of gave her more of like a I'm trying to think of a word, but more of an actual like supernatural element and yeah. i kind of liked how they tied that to her heritage i thought that was really cool yeah like embracing the powers like throughout the, like the generations yeah and i they thought act- that was done very well and they actually showed like in the beginning of a few episodes like people in her culture like you know from the first episode mm-hmm. to the woman with the gun and then there was her mom so it's like a whole bunch of like ancestors and generations and they show all of that i thought that was really really cool um what are your thoughts about the fight with Daredevil? Because that was exciting. I really liked the fight because I feel like as much as I love the fighting and the gruesome and the violence in the Netflix shows, it didn't have the acrobatics that Daredevil has in the comics, right? And then when we watched She-Hulk, it was too much of the acrobatics and not enough of the actual fighting. And I feel like this episode got it really right it's like it, they had just as much as a, like acrobatics and him like jumping through shells and using his billy club but also him doing like ground level fighting like a brawler and i feel like it was a really cool fight scene and i love seeing maya's fight too where she's like they play with the sound and the sound yes, goes I was gonna out say, that element out. i love i really really love that what are your thoughts about the fight scene uh well back to that i love how they made it seem like you know like you can't hear anything i was if like you're in her perspective and fighting and like yeah how she kind of, I guess, uses the environment similar to Matt, but she's more like resourceful. So yeah. she'll kind of like piece things together really quickly and like make a weapon like right there. Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. I think the fight scenes could have been a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always throwing shade, but back to how I hated uh, Moon Knight. And instead of him being like the Punisher, yeah. it was more like Barney. And everything happened off camera. Every yeah, single yeah. thing. Like there wasn't blood. It wasn't gory. I'm not saying everything has to be violent, but right. everything was off camera. Yeah. And yeah. um, for me, I feel like they did a little bit of that, like with Kingpin when he was knocking the guy out. I kind of wanted to see like the end result. Yeah. But it was a little bit of here. I'll show you this. I'll show you this. I won't show you that. So it was kind of like I don't know, a little bit of a tease for yeah. them to be like 
turn on the mature rating and then I'm like, I need my Netflix back. I need that team. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it seemed, it, it seemed okay. It seems mature for a Disney show, but you can't just compare it to a Disney show. You like, if you compare it to other mature shows, it's nowhere near invincible mm -hmm. or the boys exactly. or something like that. Like you don't, you don't get that. So you can't promise us one thing and then like half-ass it a little bit. Right. So I kind of felt like we did get gypped on the violence a little bit. Uh, mostly because of the expectations. Right. I think that was probably why I feel that way. Um, but then they also show that she shot Wilson Fisk again, happens off camera. We don't see it. Uh, somehow, Palpatine returns like he survives <laughs> the freaking gunshot no explanation no you don't need to know his eye is fine too just a little scratch <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened uh but that is some, what happens in the comics too I believe uh I think she gets shot in both eyes in the comics if I'm, if I'm correct I'm she like sure. temporarily blinds him yeah exactly um what are your thoughts about her beef with uh with Kingpin the way it starts off uh I thought it was a little like I guess I was the entire time I was waiting for a plot to develop <laughs> because it was super weird that the whole thing was just like this weird relationship, this weird vibe. Like, I don't know. It, it wasn't enough for me. It was like I said, like going into it, I was really enjoying it. But then I was like, what's going to happen next? Like yeah. the I forgot the the guy's name. The the one with the thugs, like the henchmen that came into the bowling alley. Oh yeah. And I, then he was building some kind of bomb. I didn't understand yeah. their purpose at all. Like they're just after Maya. They were after and then, Maya. And then once they found out Maya's there, they decided to just leave. <laughs> it was weird. I, I don't understand weird. their purpose. And then Kingpin's just like, Well, I love you. You're my you're my daughter. Yeah. And this happened to me. So feel bad for me. And I was like, all right, he's fucking Wilson yeah. Fisk. <laughs> what he's is like, this? When I was a young boy, I beat my <laughs> daddy with a hammer. <laughs> like, he gave her that whole story. <laughs> like, uh, we get that story, but it's like, I don't want to feel bad for him. I don't want to empathize with him. Like, I don't want to yeah. save also, him. <laughs> we also already got that. We already got the yeah. for him in, in Daredevil. So we don't really need to do it. Uh, we got some people in the comments. Let's see what they are. Uh, Delivery Jacob is phenomenal on res reservation dogs. Yeah, that's or was okay. Uh, GGG said no gust, no glory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his recovery time is a lot longer in the comics. I yeah, believe. five months. <laughs> like, yeah. He just woke up from a gunshot wound to the head. I know he has a very twisted mm -hmm. uh, father daughter dynamic, and. Men will become kingpin of crime before they go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> He'll become mayor before he yeah. <laughs> before he goes to therapy. Intense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so over here we meet my favorite character, Biscuit. <laughs> I was like, all right, who is this guy? Oh my god, I love Biscuit. He was so funny. Uh, then Maya also goes to the bowling alley. She meets her uncle, and that's kind of where episode one ends. And then in two, they give us the history of her culture as they play this like old school lacrosse game which is a real game they played in in the culture and they would play for high stakes like they would actually play for like having to leave like the territory and stuff it's kind of like you know the jets and the giants play a football game and the loser has to leave new york <laughs> like it's one of those things i thought that was really cool i thought that was a really interesting stuff um, I love learning about people's culture through the medium that is superhero mm -hmm. comics i thought that was really cool what are your thoughts about that uh sorry i just forgot my thought 
Um, oh, I just wanted to say quickly, I couldn't stand Biscuit. Oh, in, the, in the first three episodes, I was like, this is Marvel trying to be Marvel. Like, well, Disney, we need something funny. We can't be too serious. Yeah, and yeah. it felt so forced. Like, I called him a fake. I forgot what I called in my review. A fake um, Nacho Libre or some shit. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, but I feel like Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black, but okay, yeah, yeah. By the end, I, I kind of liked his character a little bit. He was a little bit of a badass. Like, he was like a what do you call it? like a small town country boy? Yeah. I don't really get outside much. So let me have some fun. My favorite part was when he was driving the truck back and he's all banged up and his grandma sees him. <laughs> and he just looks at her. I think that's the funniest scene in the, yeah. in the, in the I cracked up. That was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, back to the family dynamic. Like um, I guess also too, it was like a little weird. Like her and her cousin haven't seen each other in 20 years. Like, yeah, it was like, very like, I, I didn't follow that because it seemed like grudge. they kept in touch, but like it was like very one sided. Where Maya yeah. was like, "I don't know, I want to see this person. I don't care." And like, then, um, oh, one of the things I said too in my review was, "I'm happy that they brought it up later." I was like, "How the hell she still get in her old house? How does it look exactly the same? Nothing is touched twenty years later." Yeah. But later on, they said that the grandmother kept it. So I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah. I guess. <laughs> which, which isn't uncommon for somebody who has a tragedy and somebody dies. I hear that it's actually like a thing that people do. Oh. Keep it like a museum and they'll like, they'll keep it looking exactly the way it is. Yeah. It's a way to like deal with the trauma, which is very, very interesting. So in this episode, Maya decides to go all Mission Impossible on the train and, and kind of installs a bomb into the cargo. And we got biscuit just following her in the car uh the thing that i really liked about this was really the sound the sound was amazing it kept you really engaged you really felt for her you're like she can't hear the car she can't hear the train but she has to like navigate like what's going on and we as an audience get to experience that because they play with the sound a little bit and i thought the train sequence was pretty good it made me nervous for the actual character what are your thoughts about that it was cool. I guess that was one of the most like adrenaline filled, like filled scenes. Yeah. But um, I guess back to the overall plot. I still don't understand. I don't. Either. What was happening? I I don't either. I think the plot was she was supposed to damage Wilson Fisk warehouse, and he was yeah. gonna lose a lot of money. But like it, like he's so rich that it really didn't make a difference. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't even mad about it. Just like, <laughs> all right. You coming home? Yeah, you coming home? Let me buy you some Levain cookies. <laughs> Which, by the way, are delicious. I don't know if you've ever had Levain cookies, but they are delicious. That's the one thing the Kingpin got right. <laughs> uh, and that's all that happened in this episode. Nothing else that ha happened in terms of plot-wise or action-wise. So it was a very, like, uh, I don't know, low... I guess like content episode. Um, but then in the next episode, they, they show the light horsemen who are like these horsemen. They were kind of like cops and stuff like that. They would protect the neighborhood. And one of her ancestors was like a great shot. And then she comes back in at, at the very end. Uh, we learn more about the grandma, the grandpa and the grandpa interaction were pretty good. I love the fact that he's still cute. in love with her. And that she was like over it. They were, cute. <laughs> they were very cute. I did like them. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And then, they all get captured in a bowling alley. Uh, and then Bonnie just happens to come. She gets captured too. Maya gets captured. Uh, the uncle gets captured. <laughs> Everybody's getting captured. <laughs> I was like, all right, not a lot of self-awareness over here going on. But 
Maya breaks out, starts fighting them. Again, like you, great fight scene, but like they promised us more violence than we got. Is how I feel. What about you? Like I love how she used the um, like the game, like the gun thing. Yeah. How she was like using, like I said before, like she's really resourceful. Yeah. So I I did like that, like interactive kind of fight style. But I still wanted more blood. <laughs> I wanted more blood. I know. I know what you mean. Um, and then the kingpin shows up at the very end, and we're just like oh shit okay is this what's gonna happen like already like okay uh let's find out and then he comes out with like hey let me put this contact lens in your eyes <laughs> so you can understand what i'm saying and it's just like this ai doing sign language and at the end she goes like motherfucker you couldn't learn sign language for me for <laughs> like which is really interesting because everyone in her family knows sign language yes. and she and they all learned it for her kingpin couldn't be bothered he's like i'm gonna hire an asl translator and then <laughs> kill him and then kill her <laughs> like that's how disposable a person is to him he's so wild i'm like dude you you learn mandarin in daredevil <laughs> like, how the hell do you not learn asl <laughs> it was really really funny to me uh but yeah what are your thoughts about the kingpin interaction with maya uh, other than the Levain cookies, which is probably like the one thing that could have brought her over to his side. Uh, I'm always going back to like my shade, but like I didn't like how they presented him in Hawkeye. Yeah. Back to this, it's also like this is not the guy that takes off heads with car doors. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I I do understand like the whole like uncle father daughter dynamic, um, and like I guess like they're you know complicated history and he kind of made her a monster that whole yeah. like guess um conversation kind of like made sense yeah but it's also like what's happening what's the point like he just wants to bring her home and she's like no i'm not going home and he gets angry like i don't know it was very weird <laughs> yeah it was very weird more. because he was like okay if you don't want to come it's fine she doesn't want to come. Then he gets all pissy and mad and wants to blow up their powwow. <laughs> and is like, bro, maybe you do need therapy, sir. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with uh, with Kingpin. Like, he doesn't seem to be, like, have a plan. He's kind of just, like, going on emotions and however he feels. And that doesn't seem like Wilson Fisk. I, yeah. He's very he's more, organized and controlled. I yeah. I don't... He's very calculated. Yeah. So definitely got that. Uh, we got some people in the comments. Biscuit was a real one because he brought snacks to the final <laughs> showdown. Uh, Seeketh like that made me kind of crave more of a Western element. Sure. Uh, single mission episode. <laughs> uh, I love the inversion of the trope of the Native American lawmen and the white raiders. Oh, yeah. that is a great point. That was really cool. Yeah, definitely got that. Like, uh, these white men coming in here trying to mess up shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he says... At least his first appearance wasn't via a picture, a phone picture. And Fist was worth indeed rating of all, was the worst indeed rating of all time. Yeah, it was a bad rating for for Fist. Uh, all right, so they go to this powwow and they're doing some kind of thing with it. Uh, Maya comes to his hotel, and he's like, "Here's this hammer. Bash me in. Kill me." Again, she doesn't take the bait. And then he tells her, when I was a boy, he does his, <laughs> he does his speech about how uh, he killed his father. And she's like, damn, you killed him? Like, you left out that part. Like, that's a live omission. He totally left out the part where he killed his father. Uh, and 
I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. And then he did, she decides not to join him. He gets pissed, wants to blow up their powwow, and then also decides to kidnap her grandma. He goes to a postal office and scares him. And I was like, oh, this is Wilson Fist. Like, oh, this is going to be scary. But they didn't show it. They didn't show him kidnapping her. And the next time we see her, she's like in a dress. And I was like, <laughs> that's not what she wore. <laughs> did you dress her? <laughs> like, I don't know what he did. There's so much in this show that's kind of like left off screen, which kind of bothers me. What are your thoughts? Uh, back to what I was saying before about Moon Knight. I, this is one of my major like problems with Disney Plus is they're too scared to... Yeah show shit and it's getting annoying like i'm gonna sound like a marvel hater right now but i honestly would give up the entire disney plus slate for one episode of daredevil (laughs) (laughs) and i'm the only thing i'll keep i'll keep miss marvel miss marvel has my heart yeah and it's ironic because it's so childish but it has my heart it's my favorite disney plus series by far yeah miss the thing about miss marvel is that miss marvel was made for a younger audience so it knew what it was doing and it had a plan and and it did it it was well written it had a plot <laughs> yeah it had a plot had everything it show and the, i feel like this show tries to do a lot of that uh here too where like they have the big costume reveal mm-hmm. and her name is relevant to her culture and like it's kind of like the blueprint now even blue beetle did a lot of the same thing it seems like a lot of the superheroes that are of color have like a community-based relationship whereas a lot of the white characters are more individual like tony stark and captain america natasha like they're all just like by themselves right they don't really depend on their family mm-hmm. uh whereas like these people they get their strength from their family which i think is really cool and other superheroes are like my families are my weakness because if my enemies will know they'll hurt them so it's a very unique twist that miss marvel did that a lot of people are kind of like following and i kind of dig that and that's one of the things that I really liked about this episode that we got to see all of her culture and how it in lines with her power. I thought that was really cool. We got to see her mom and she's like a healer. Uh, even though Maya is still a little evil trying to kill a bird for no <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, damn, Maya. Like, And then like you could see she has a dark side to her a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, the bird ends up being a really interesting part of their culture too, mm-hmm. and it's a, a real thing. Like the woodpecker warns them of like trouble, and it's something that that culture really believes. I thought that was really cool. Um, and then they have this ceremony. Uh, Maya finds out that you know Fisk has Bonnie and her grandma, so she goes to try to save him. Um, and then Echo kind of just like finds this bird then she goes to this house she sees her mom she resolves things with her mom gets to talk to her it's kind of like avatar the last airbender you can talk to like your previous avatars a little bit that's what she's doing she can see it like she she confronts uh kingpin and they have this fight and then she's like touches him in in the head and i was like oh shit she's gonna take away his bending like what is she doing it's like avatar uh but she went into his head and she kind of tried to like heal his trauma but again, like I didn't understand what happened because he's still a bad guy. She didn't change him. He yeah, just, I'm like, like, what are they going for? Like, don't try to like make Fisk a good guy. Stop yeah. with this whole um, what's the phrase that I'm looking for? Like, uh, they did it with Loki. Like, he's they forgot all his past 
past yeah. transgressions. <laughs> like it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Let's forgive him all of that and just be uh make him a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't really agree with that. But Biscuit does come in, saves the powwow. The uncle shoots a sniper from like far away and saves the day. <laughs> and then the rocket explodes in the air. I don't know if that's how rockets explode. Like, <laughs> like, don't they need to hit something before they explode? I don't know. I'm not an expert. But yeah, I thought that was really fun. Uh, I loved her new costume reveal. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at the end, they get a little Fast and Furious barbecue happening. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting with family having a barbecue uh i was like okay i see you i see you and then kingpin does an after credit scene kingpin finds out that there is an election happening and they need a brawler to win this election he's like brawler that's me, that's me. i'm gonna go and he's oh, gonna go and run for mayor which i think is going to be the big plot to daredevil uh so what are your thoughts about how this show ended um I, I wanted more. I really wanted yeah. so much. I wanted to love it. Um, I think you just brought up like a lot of good points about, um, I guess, like the family aspect and her family. Um, I really love like all the uh, Choctaw references. Um, yeah. Even like her grandmother um, creating the um, the outfit for her and going back for the sewing machine. Yeah. And having this kind of like, I guess, like arc or moment of like a connection, like she's trying to reconnect with her granddaughter. And I kind of like that family aspect a lot. And I would have liked to see a little bit more of like the, the native American culture. Um, that was like a that highlight. Whole yeah. Scene was disturbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of wish we would have seen like a little bit more of it, especially because now that's like, it's intertwined with her powers. Yeah. I would have liked to see just a little bit more of that. And then, like I said, the whole, arc of just this dynamic with her and kingpin like that's not a plot line <laughs> yeah i like they didn't really resolve anything they kind of just like went their separate ways but didn't really resolve anything it almost feels like this was a longer show and they asked them to cut out a whole lot of things and they were like well we'd rather cut out the plot than cut out the cultural stuff and they probably kept that which i think makes sense because that's the highlight of the show but it also makes the show a little bit confusing like again like if someone told me what's the plot of echo i'm like don't know yeah. <laughs> it's like she fights with kingpin she has beef with them yeah uh, nothing gets resolved nothing it's is like very come clear. home yeah i don't want to go home i'm going home by myself i'll make you come home <laughs> yeah You're like i'll beat up another ice cream man for you was that what you want <laughs> I love when she kicks the ice cream, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> it's so funny. There are definitely parts that I really, really like, but it, it didn't feel like like the story was cohesive is, is the problem. And I, I wish we had a little bit more of that. But again, like it's there's a lot worse shows out there. There's a lot mm -hmm. better show out there somewhere in the middle. Uh, so I totally get that. But... Th th those are my thoughts uh, about it. We got a few more comments. We goes, uh, it's cool that POC storytellers create heroes from their culture are the source of their yes. strength. Yeah, that is really, really cool. I don't think it was so much about redemption arc as much as it was about as a change in fixed trajectory by making him making it as much about trauma. I I agree. I think that's fair, but I just don't feel like it connected with the audience. Like if I tell people, like if I have to like go on a podcast and listen to somebody break it down for me to understand it. 
then like I didn't really understand it. <laughs> it's kind of like Inception. If you need someone to really explain to you what happened in Inception, uh, does that make it a great movie? I don't know. But same thing with this. Like I don't really follow what happened with him and uh, with Kingpin and Maya. I don't think Maya knows. I don't think Kingpin knows. I think they're just going to ignore it. They're going to pretend like it never happened. Like I don't think like, when, when Kingpin goes and becomes a mayor, I feel like he's still going to be a villain. He, there's nothing redeemable at this point. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, ah, I had one more point I wanted to get across. I completely forgot. Um, well, back to the whole like family thing. Um, I was gonna say, um, especially like with Blue Beetle. Um, I'm I'm Puerto Rican, yeah. and I know like my I miss my grandma. She passed, but I know that my grandma would know all the gossip before yeah. <laughs> before I would know something about myself. <laughs> it was like like in Latino households, like you know like everybody knows everybody <laughs> yeah yeah like stuff um so i really love that like dynamic and then i guess like with this show even though like she was um in new york she clearly was still embracing like her roots somewhat like yeah. with her father so i i kind of like that like connection that like she still had with her dad mm -hmm. and then even though she was kind of like cast away from her family uh, when she came back, they clearly tried to like embrace her. Like her cousin still knew who she was. Like, yeah, he's like Maya. I'm so excited, the big city girl. <laughs> yeah, they didn't miss a beat. Like uh, Biscuit was all about them. Uh, Bonnie was so excited to see her. They still never resolved like why she didn't want to see Bonnie. Like I, yeah. I, I never really understood that. Like, like where was the disconnect? She was just being a moody brat. I don't know. Like, I would have liked. This is another thing that they failed to develop a full story. Yeah. They could have maybe showed Maya feeling some kind of guilt, maybe. Maybe she doesn't want her family to know that she's a psychopathic murderer or something. Like, maybe she doesn't want them. They never really develop her reasonings not wanting to see them. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, there are things that we can speculate, but if the show doesn't spell it out for us, yeah. like, even a little bit, like I don't think it did a it did a good job in, right? But yeah, those are our thoughts. Uh, Michael has one more thing. He says I think it's going to be a little bit more twisted sense of higher purpose for this. I that might be true. He might feel like he has a higher purpose now, and he's going to make New York for the better. Uh, I feel like they're going to go down the Trump route and make him like a Trump s kind well, of thing. It it's funny because uh, Daredevil. I feel like a lot of people didn't really grasp it, but yeah. one of its core themes was gentrification. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So it was like a core theme, and I think it went over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's it's wild because, like, while Fisk has, like, some ideologies that kind of make sense, Yeah. he's also that, like, evil developer that's like, fuck poor people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I'm fixing the city. It's it's like uh there's a lot of themes in there. So I'm kind of hoping we can get back to like real serious shit. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. The irony is like health kitchen is super gentrified. Yeah, it's super days. gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the story doesn't there's even no make crime sense. <laughs> for Matt anymore. It's all like restaurants owned by like gay men and gay people, and it's like super safe. Like I don't yeah. know. Health all kitchen skyrise glass buildings. There's yeah. no more. <laughs> Someone said Fisk won. He, he did. Fisk won. <laughs> oh, man. That's really, really funny. Well, uh, Nadia, it was very, very awesome to have you on our podcast. Uh, you're welcome anytime. It was super cool to have you. Any final thoughts before you go? 
Oh, this was so fun. I'm glad um, you're fun. Yeah, I guess for final thoughts, I'm kind of excited to see where things are going to go because it seems like Marvel Netflix is officially back. Yeah. I don't know if this means all of the Defenders, but we know they're going back to Daredevil, back to yeah. Punisher, um, back to, you know, Fisk. And I'm praying Jessica we get Jones. these characters. Yes, Jessica. I'm praying we get these characters back in there prime like yeah. good storytelling good action just overall like a beautiful production so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> i know i know daredevil like all three seasons are amazing but like season one of jessica joan is so underrated it's so damn good perfection is david Tennant just kilgrave oh my god he's like, top I probably top five marvel villains he might be top three for me because like, like so dark it's it's so dark like at least like you know uh thanos is like random when he like hurts people and he's not like r-wording them like he's like a freaking <laughs> like freaking Kilgar takes consent away from people he does some horrible shit and it's well but he thinks he's the victim and he has this crazy I, he's such a good villain man i i feel like i want to do a jessica jones rewatch and just like yes just do a podcast on that. We should do a Marvel Netflix like recap. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. When does Daredevil come out? Let's do it before Daredevil comes out. We'll do. Yeah, we got time. Daredevil. They scrapped the entire. They're Lineup, starting right? over. So yeah, yeah. All right, that's cool. Uh, let people know where they can find you. Oh yeah, uh, you can find me at Gotham Geek Girl on all platforms. Um, I predominantly write, so GothamGeekGirl.com. You can also find my uh, reviews, uh, video reviews on YouTube. Uh, also Gotham Geek Girl um twitter uh yes jay is top tier um twitter facebook and i'm trying the clock but mostly i recycle my reviews and interviews on tiktok but yeah awesome guys definitely go look her up she has amazing content she has a lot of cool interviews with a lot of cool people and uh you know hopefully get to see you soon in some other event it'll be really really cool but thank you so much for joining us and everyone else until next time guys salam nerds